Welcome to Agriculture In-Depth, presented by Kimball Livestock Exchange and by Sioux Nation in Fort Pierre. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra. My guest is SDSU Extension Community Vitality Field Specialist Peggy Schlechter. We'll talk about an agritourism workshop being held November 17th, 2022 in South Dakota after this. Safety in your cattle operation is imperative to not only you, but your cattle as well. From front to back, from tube to chute, AeroQuip cattle chutes go through extensive testing to ensure reliability and safety. With an extremely user-friendly design, you're in for a smooth operation every time. AeroQuip cattle chutes are the safe equipment you can trust every step of the way. That's one benefit, but not all. For more information, see Sioux Nation in Fort Pierce, South Dakota. Peggy, let's talk about the South Dakota Agritourism Workshop, uh, November 17th in Sturgis, South Dakota. First, when we say agritourism, what are we talking about? Most people think of agritourism, I think, if they know what agritourism is, as an activity that takes place on a farm or a ranch. Uh, However, in South Dakota, there is actually a, a legal definition of agritourism. So the legal definition is any activity that's carried out on a farm or ranch or in a forest that allows members of the public for recreation, entertainment, or education purposes to view or participate in ag activities. And they go on to list farming, ranching, historical, cultural, harvest your own, or or nature-based activities and attractions. So in South Dakota, that's the legal definition of agritourism. Well, let's talk about the conference. What are some of the topics and sessions that folks would have a chance to participate in should they attend the, the event? Well, we're super excited about this conference. It was one that we've been asked to host, and we really decided to do a survey with some people that were interested in agritourism to find out what do they really want to know, because we did hold an agritourism workshop here, oh gosh, about three years ago now, right before COVID hit and we tried to squeeze everything in well as you know you can't squeeze everything in to a short little conference so we thought well let's focus on what people really want to know and it seemed like what they really wanted to know had to do with the guests and so um, we have got people coming in that operate current tourism businesses some are agritourism some are not but the ones that aren't are just like champions of hospitality and customer service. And so we'll have sessions that that cover, you know, what do visitors expect? How do you provide that warm welcome? And how do you provide exceptional customer service? We'll also talk about why it's important to train your team. And that your team might be you and your family members, or it might be staff that you hire, but it's really, really important that everybody's on the same page. And how do you make that happen? Um, we'll also talk about tours. And, and if you want to do a tour on your agritourism operation, what is it that guests look for in a tour? And, and how do you develop scripts? And how do you make sure that you cover what the visitor might want to know about? And how do you encourage those questions from your visitors? And we'll also have some people visit about the value of partnerships and collaborations. Because if you have an agritourism business, it really works better if you get your neighbors on board or at least understand what you're doing, uh, the people in your community to know what you're doing and to support that. Because even though you may have visitors come from all over the state and out of state and even out of the country, still word of mouth is your best 
you know, it's your best source for visitors. And word of mouth might even include social media. Social media just kind of amplifies that word of mouth. So it's really important to understand why partnerships and collaborations are really important too. So just lots of great things that really focus on the visitor and what do they want and and how do you develop what they want. Is agritourism something folks are wanting to do, especially in a rural state like South Dakota? Are they reaching out? Are they asking questions? Do they, you know, want to, are they curious about, can I go see a dairy farm? Can I go see a, you know, a feedlot, that, that kind of thing? That's a great question, Jody. And really the reason that agritourism has gained some traction in South Dakota is because of requests, both from visitors and both from farm and ranch operators. So, oh gosh, probably five or six years ago, I started getting requests from farm and ranch operators that wanted to learn more about agritourism. We facilitate a workshop called Small Business Basics, and some of the farm and ranch operators were starting to take that with the idea that they would learn steps on how to develop an agritourism enterprise. And at about the same time that was happening, the Department of Tourism was starting to get many requests from visitors about learning more about life in South Dakota, um, having some experiences on farms and ranches. And so then the Department of Tourism went ahead and did a survey with visitors that had either visited South Dakota or had plans to visit South Dakota. And the survey covered people from almost every state in the United States and from countries outside the United States. So they had a wide representation. And 85% of those people said they were interested in visiting an agritourism location while they were in South Dakota. So it was interesting that at about the same time, operators were starting to ask, oh, how might we add this to our operation? Visitors were also asking about where do I find these in South Dakota? And then nationwide, it is growing. Uh, the um, I wish I had the numbers in front of me, but the um, the income, the revenue that's come from agritourism operations has tripled in the past, I think it is 15 to 20 years in the United States. So there's really a lot of interest in that. Um, Today's visitors have changed. They want experiences. They want to get outside. They want to learn about other parts of our country and how do people live there. And not so excited about spending time standing in long lines to pay a lot of money to do something. They want to just get some experiences. And this was happening before COVID, but since COVID, because of people more concerned now being about being in crowds and being indoors, it's really expanded even more. Are these tourists, are they, you know, wanting to see things dressed up, so to speak, clean the barn, sweep the alleys, haul out all the, you know, hay and straw and bedding and, and different <laughs> things like that, you know, so it all looks picture perfect or are they, do they want the real thing? You know, authenticity is something that they're looking for. They want the real thing. Now, obviously, if I've got 
you know, garbage and things all over in the barn. I probably want to pick that up. And I want to make sure it's safe for visitors. You don't want to have things where they're going to trip over them and, and things like that. But they really want the authenticity. They want to know what it's really like. And, you know, one of the things that we have learned is some farm and ranch operators do think that, that, oh, we've got to, we've got to really fix this up or we have to build this. And uh, not necessarily. We really encourage them to look at what they have and start there and see what visitors think. Because if people are wanting to know how do we live in South Dakota and how do people on farms and ranches live, they want to see the real thing. They don't want it to necessarily be made up. So we say we see the whole gamut of people that have just their place and have developed something that appeals to visitors to people that have invested in more infrastructure uh, to make it work. And I would say that probably the places where they are expecting things like uh, bus tours and things like that probably have invested more money or are holding uh, large events that involve food may have invested more money because you need things like restrooms for people and all that if you're going to have large groups there at once. So, um, so we kind of see the gamut, but if, if you're kind of unsure, you're just kind of exploring, start with what you've got, look at what your assets are. And I would have to say that maybe um, that's an interesting thing too, because Sometimes the things that we think are mundane or, gosh, it's just chores we have to do or work we have to do, why would anybody even want to see that? Well, we have to remember that like 2% of the people in the United States are involved in agriculture. So for 98% of the population, what, what we do is very different. And so whenever you visit something that's different or unique, it's interesting. So for us, it's not different and unique. And so sometimes we think it's not different and unique for anyone, but really for most people, it's very unique and very interesting. Cattlemen, when you're looking to buy and sell cattle, look no further than Kimball Livestock Exchange in Kimball, South Dakota. At Kimball Livestock Exchange, you'll find cattlemen working for cattlemen with a sale every Tuesday. If you can't make it to the barn, you can watch the sale live on Cattle USA. Visit KimballLivestockExchange.com to view upcoming sale information. For more sale information or to consign, call the barn at 605-778-6211, Chad at 605-870-0697, or Wade at 605-730-1801. There's a reason people try to pet the buffalo at Custer Strait Park or at Yellowstone. It's because it's different. They don't see them. You know, in South Dakota, it's pretty easy for us if you want to go see a, a buffalo somewhere, drive around in the country for a little while, and you can probably find a herd. But uh, Exactly. You know, some of the things that we can see often, and they want to be up close and personal. I mean, it used to be that everybody had at least grandpa and grandma or maybe an aunt and uncle that lived on a farm or ranch. So even if we lived in town or lived in the city when we went to visit grandpa and grandma, we had that farm and ranch experience. And that is not the case anymore. Um, People today might be generations removed from farm or ranches, but I think they have that, you know, people kind of have that desire, that inside connection, or they want to have a connection to the land. And unless they have a place to go visit a farm or ranch, like an agritourism enterprise, there is really no way to do that. Um, So in addition to having it be something that 
people want to do. I just think it's very important that there are places that let them have that opportunity. From the regular, so to speak, uh, tourism industry, we often hear about frontline workers, your your convenience store attendants, your um, hotel motel front desk folks, or even, uh, you know, uh, some of the other employees um, restaurants, your servers, your your gal at the at the cash register. How do you build a connection with them? People come in, they're like, so what's there to do around here? What's fun? You know, you like to ask the locals, you know, is it important to once you get going or in the process, establish some sort of connection or conversation with some of the the folks around you to kind of help direct and redirect each other mm-hmm. to each other? Definitely. They're definitely, that is so important. You know, and and we're fortunate. I I get to work with people from the Department of Tourism quite a bit, and I know that they hear from visitors that they just love South Dakota because everyone's so friendly, everyone's so nice. So we've already crossed that bridge that people are friendly, but the locals also need to know about what we're doing because if they can't refer people to an enterprise I have, it's not going to help me a lot. So something that I think is a great thing to do is to invite some of those frontline people and even owners of some of those businesses that you know you want to connect with and, and bring them to your place and give them a free, like, fam tour. Um, really lay out the red carpet. Show them what you're doing. Uh, treat them like they're the visitor so they get that experience and then talk to them about why you're doing it and um, and why people are interested in seeing something like that. Because if they've had that firsthand experience, then of course they remember. And even though it costs you your time or if you fed them something, um, it costs you for that the marketing dollars that you'll save reaching those visitors passing through town or stopping in town will um, you just can't even pay for marketing like that and so making those connections and inviting them out and and really kind of giving them that red carpet treatment so that they know what's going on so they can explain to a visitor that says What's go what's going on? What's something we can do while we're here? And they can let them know. You know, another thing too that I think is a good idea is it always helps if you can have some rack cards. Uh, have those out if you can on the counter or somewhere that visitors walk into up by the register um, when they go in to purchase fuel or things because that that kind of helps too. If I'm a frontline worker and I haven't had a chance to visit your place, at least I might be able to give that to them. And if I am a frontline worker that has had the opportunity to visit that enterprise, it also reminds me, oh, this is something you should check out. Well, if someone is interested in attending the Agritourism Conference, if we've piqued some interest, uh, where does someone go to find some information to, to get registered? All they have to do is visit extension.sdstate.edu um, slash event. And that will take you to our events page. There's a place they can type in a keyword and type in agritourism. It'll pop it right up. It will show them the agenda. It will let them get registered. And I will say for this workshop, I just think it's a, it's a bargain because it's $35 is all because um, – we just need to cover the cost of food, and you're going to eat well while you're at the agritourism workshop. And um, then you're going to hear some uh, wonderful speakers. 
So if if you are interested, if you think you might be interested in agritourism, if you're involved in agritourism, wherever you are in the process, we would just really appreciate your participation. We think you'll enjoy the networking. And we also are going to hold a discussion about potentially starting a statewide agritourism organization. And so if that's something you think would be helpful, we'd like your input on that as well. With Agriculture In-Depth brought to you by Sioux Nation and Fort Pier and by Kimball Livestock Exchange, I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra.